Welcome to I'm Obsessed With This, the Netflix podcast about the shows and films viewers cannot get enough of. Today I'm joined by one of the stars of the Netflix original series, The Witcher, Joey Beatty. Joey, hello. Hello. How are you? I'm really well. How are you? I'm really well, too. <laughs> Especially because I knew how to pronounce your last name. It should have been obvious, but something you never know. Quite a lot of the Americans find it difficult because I say Beatty. <laughs> And all the, and all, everyone out here is always like Beatty, and I, it makes me feel really cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, my my last name is Finger, spelled like the the finger on a hand. It's very obvious, and people sometimes ask because they feel like it can't possibly be pronounced like finger, <laughs> but it absolutely is. I don't envy your your kindergarten days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you shouldn't envy my thirties either. Uh, it never really got better. <laughs> So I heard you just had lunch. How was it? It was marvelous. I had the least healthy salad I've ever had in my entire life. (laughs) (laughs) I might as well have just eaten a pizza. They love putting the dressing on heavy at salad places. Oh, yeah. And you feel like, what am I even doing? Before we transition fully into Witcher mode, this show is about obsessions. It's about Netflix. It is a branded podcast, obviously. So let's just talk about the people who pay the bills up front. What have you been watching on Netflix lately that doesn't star yourself? <laughs> um, it's it's funny. I, so I don't watch a lot of television. So to be honest, if I'm completely honest, this is going to be half an hour of me oh, no. j- talking about <laughs> like the one show that I've seen. Um, <laughs> now, like when I was actually preparing for to play um, Yaskia in in the show, uh, I'm kind of like I like to bombard myself with a, a ton of different sources so there's going to be uh books and and then i make playlists of certain music that i think will really help but a big part of it is also watching certain television uh shows and certain actors and how they how they work and uh like and so netflix uh the 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 platform played a huge part in that which i kind of actually found myself watching a ton of um uh, American sitcoms like in in particular like shows that have like this like improvisational energy so mm-hmm. uh there was an awful lot of Parks and Rec in the office and uh Always Sunny is basically like my radio I just have it on in the background at any given moment um and I can quote that that entire show back to front uh because I have no social life and uh and so a, a lot of what I look for in Netflix shows is like is um is, is like a lot of the humor. I love all the the stand up, uh, the original stand ups that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's so nice because you because obviously I'm a huge fan of stand up and of comedy, and and I don't always get out that that often. Um, once again, no social life, so it's really <laughs> great to be able to just uh, enjoy these these really well done, beautiful pieces that um, that are inside my computer rather than mm-hmm. actually having to deal with the outside world. It's always sunny. Feels like such a uniquely American show for uh, some reason. As an American, so it, it it's funny and sort of nice that people watch it outside of the U.S. But I, it makes me wonder, like, what are they expecting when they come here? Yeah, I, I was just talking to someone like I, just before I walked in today, and they were like, "Always sunny." Yeah, I think I've heard of that one. Is that is it, it's a bit like Cheers, right? And I went, <laughs> "Yeah, kinda." But then imagine everyone in Cheers is a terrible human being, <laughs> and they were like. That just sounds like a brilliant idea. I can't believe that these guys came up with it. <laughs> like, yeah, and it and it keeps and it keeps going. I don't know that that show will ever end. I really hope it doesn't. I mean, <laughs> uh, uh, I I think I would have a small mental breakdown <laughs> if if they if they said it was going to stop. 
I'm trying to think of, and I mean, as as the outsider in this in this equation, I'm trying to think of some show that I watch that's. I think I guess maybe people just do nothing, which I just started sort of coincidentally, which feels like it feels like maybe the sort of British show that I am not fully equipped with yeah. as an American. I feel like maybe I'm missing some of the humor, but I'm still I'm still enjoying it. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, but they're not terrible people. It's not the same thing as it's always sunny. Quite a big part of 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 doing the doing of watching all these shows for me was actually. Because obviously the the British sensibilities and American sensibilities, I don't think they're actually that far apart in terms of mm-hmm. the the humour, um, and uh, I think a lot of people think they are, but really deep down, it's just um, particularly something like Always Sunny or The Office or something like that, where it is it has that improvisational tone constantly. You feel like you're talking uh, or you're listening to to people who are just who are really really just in the moment. And mm-hmm. I think that's why I kind of tried to absorb as much of that energy as possible. And it didn't really matter whether whether it was British or or, or American. It just happened happened to be that quite a lot of these um, these shows happen to be American and they happen to be really improvisational. I don't know if there's I don't know if there's a, a British equivalent out there that that isn't tightly scripted and 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 deeply rehearsed. I just mm-hmm. love watching the the characters that these actors have created. Uh, coming and and seeing them in the moment, you can tell that every thirty seconds or so, they're all just trying to keep it together and not laugh at each other. And I think that <laughs> that for me is joyous, um, and uh, and it kind of helps me at the end of a long day when you're just tired and you don't want to do anything, and and just watch people making each other laugh or or, or trying not to laugh. For me, it's just, it's so heartwarming, even if they are just absolutely terrible people. <laughs> <laughs> As an actor, is improvisation something that you enjoy doing, or is it the sort of thing that you'd rather observe, you know, from afar? I, uh, yeah, I mean, that's a lovely question. I, I, so in the show, in the, in, in The Witcher, I, um, mm-hmm. uh, the writers hate me. Because <laughs> <laughs> they write this, the, these wonderful scripts, and then I walk in and I'll do one take of the original lines. And then I, I tend to get a little bored with my own performance. Um, and so I just, and I start throwing things around and trying new ideas and things like that. And so there's an awful lot of improvisational energy and Im- improvising in with Yaskia. Um, and uh, the, <laughs> I mean, you, if, if I was reading a script and someone had written the line, uh, um, toss a coin to your witcher, oh, valley of penis, <laughs> then I'd be like, Okay, well, I, I, I like I'm. I don't know where that's come from, but uh, but they didn't write that. I said it in the on the day, and um, uh, and for some reason it made it into the cut. I don't know why. <laughs> like, oh, that was that was a that was an ad lib. That was all. Yeah. You, okay. You can wow. you can assume that there's in any scene that I'm in, like uh, that there will be um, at least one or two lines that that definitely shouldn't be there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, before we go, transition fully into Witcher mode, I, I have one more just Netflix question, and and this is such a an international show. This is successful all over the place. Not that I have access to any of the numbers; that's above my pay grade. But <laughs> and mine. it is it is popular everywhere. I can tell that sort of just with observational data. So you're going all over the world promoting the show. Have you sort of have you found anything when you're in your hotel room and you know have the the spare moment of opening up Netflix? Have you cuz things change regionally and country yeah. by country. The home screen looks different no matter where you are, everywhere you go. So have you have you come across something 
that was very unique to a region that you absolutely wouldn't have watched had you been anywhere else? Oh, um, I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. There's a couple of things in the UK that like there's show. There's a show called Peep Show, for example, which mm-hmm. I, I yeah. thoroughly, thoroughly adore. Um, which I, I very much doubt is is out in in America because um, uh, it it's basically two uh, middle aged nerdy men staring at each other for about eight or nine seasons. Um, <laughs> but I think I found I so I, I, I when I was shooting the first season of of The Witcher, I uh, I was in Budapest and as you say I spent quite a lot of the time in my hotel room, and <laughs> what I uh, and I I. Um, came across Sex Education, which is just a oh, phenomenal yeah. success, and it's lovely. Yeah, and I th- turned it on, and I thought, well, this is just going to be silly, and it is. It's it, it's it's very very silly, but it's yeah. but what I love about it, and I and I really enjoyed it, and I've just I've just watched season two, um, and Laurie Nunn, who who uh, is the um, uh, the creator of it, is, is such a talented human being. It's it, it, what I like about it is that it is it feels like an American show. But with British actors in it, so it's like it's got this American high school um, vibe. Uh, mm-hmm. I can tell. Uh, uh, I can tell you now, my high school experience was nothing, <laughs> nothing even <laughs> close to whatever is happening in this. In this, uh, neither was mine. Yeah, <laughs> well, Mister Finger and uh, and Master Beatty. I think you know. I think we've gone through something very similar. Um, but I really, I thought it was such a brave and ambitious thing to do is to to basically make a. Uh, a, a high school experience, but it's, it's sort of transatlantic, and mm-hmm. um, and the tone is 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 quite a um, a difficult thing to get your head around. But in the first episode or two, you're like, where, where am I? What 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 am I doing? And they've mm-hmm. just carved out their own their own way of of uh, of doing things, and I think it's it's amazing. And the performances, blummin' heck, they are <laughs> astounding. I've uh, there is there's a, a couple of performances in that show where I am. Hugely envious of of the talent that these people have. Um, I yeah, I will definitely be watching that until uh, until its conclusion, if it ever concludes. Because I really hope until it they're doesn't. fully educated. Yeah, so. exactly. Oh, I'm learning a huge amount. <laughs> I've led a very sheltered life. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're you're right about the the the, the tone and, and even the aesthetic. It's really interesting and great how it feels both very authentic to places but also sort of fantastical and 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 strange it's a fantasy land but it's still grounded in reality absolutely i feel like that must have been very difficult to create yeah yeah but they toe the line so elegantly yeah Yeah. it's well hats off to them i'm seeing that the the jacket the color block jacket that uh, asa butterfield wears and throughout most of the show i'm seeing it more and more <laughs> on the streets of new york everyone seems to be especially younger people they all seem to be wearing that jacket i just have to assume it's because of sex education i, I yeah I, I i think it's down to asa butterfield i think he's <laughs> yeah. just a cool dude <laughs> i definitely couldn't pull it up No, a jig. You save your bloody maudlin nonsense from a funeral. But now on to The Witcher. The show seems like it's been a massive success right out of the gate for, I mean, countless reasons. But one of them being, I think, primarily because it's this highly adored and highly successful existing property. People knew the books. They knew the the earlier adaptations. They were certainly fans of the games. Mm. 
people have been obsessed with The Witcher for quite some time. Were you? Um, well, I, I'm I'm uh, sad to say I, I wasn't. I I wasn't. I was slightly aware of it. I once mm-hmm. I played. I woke up hungover at a friend's house, and uh, and he was going to work. And because I'm uh, um, an actor, I have nothing to do most of the time, <laughs> and uh, and I couldn't really move. And he said, "Well, I'll pop this video game on for you, and you can see if you enjoy it. It's really good. You'll love the story." I mean, any I whenever I play video games, it's always for the, for it's it's a a big narrative push for me. I'm not necessarily into the into the Call of Duties or anything like that. If if you give me um, these these really uh, plot driven games, then I'm I get really obsessive about it. But it has to be said, I got about um, forty five minutes into it, and I couldn't get past the tutorial. I couldn't get past Care More, and because <laughs> uh, I was just like, oh god, what's going on? Um, and then uh, when I uh, got the role of of Yaskia, I I went away and I I read all the books and I played the game, uh, the the Witcher three game. I've not played the first two, and. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and a big part of that wasn't necessarily to do with research the the game that is i mean the books are are invaluable but um the game was more about understanding the fandom i think and mm-hmm. it was about right. r- appreciating that the, yes we're taking the show in a new direction in, in in a new format a new medium but the but the in order to understand how important these characters are to everyone that that was the most important thing for me is uh, uh, in terms of connecting with people who knew Geralt and Yennefer and Ciri and and uh, Yaskier or Dandelion uh, before mm-hmm. I even met them. And is this the first time you've accepted a role that had this pre-existing fandom where you had to be reverent to fans in this way? I think so. Yeah. No, I th- I've I've done roles that have like come from books before, um, quite mm-hmm. a lot. Uh, but and but this is a different breed of fan. <laughs> they, <laughs> I mean, like they own it more than you do, and mm-hmm. uh, and if you can in any way be uh, half of the character they they know and love, then hopefully you've done your job. Um, but no, this is the first time I've encountered um, a, a, a love for uh, these stories and these games. Like it's it's um it's at first quite intimidating, and then mm-hmm. as soon as you start to loosen up and you meet people who who love it so much, you realize that they've got nothing but love for for new things, and they and they have respect for 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 an ambitious narrative um, structure. They've got uh, whether they like it or not. There's a there's an inherent respect for it for trying something, and um uh and that's what I've taken away from a lot of the the fan reaction is everyone's just kind of going hey okay like we 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 um uh appreciate that these characters are going to be uh different to how their to their previous incarnations or to how they imagined them when they were reading the books mm-hmm. As, and and for the most part the fan fan response has been largely positive i take like I, it, to me as a viewer i'm sort of like how could it not be it's such a fun <laughs> character you know uh, yeah, I think the fan. Yeah, I think the fans. I mean, I, 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 someone told me that I don't go on the internet. I'm not very mm-hmm. uh, good at it. Smart. And, That's very smart. Well, it's it's also just I. Uh, it scares the bejesus out of me. Like <laughs> I'm uh, quite a socially anxious human being, so I think the it's the equivalent of walking into a crowded room for me. It's my idea of uh, of hell. So I try and dabble occasionally. But a friend uh, sent me a thing the other day, being like, "Oh, well, you know, the critics have." set this percentage whatever it was uh, i think it was fairly average but the fan responses in on on uh, all the percentages are, are huge they're rocketing uh and 
I think that was something when the show came out. We all went, oh, great. So the people who we wanted to make this for um, like it. And it doesn't matter what, what the quote-unquote professionals think. And mm-hmm. um, uh, and that was really heartwarming. And also, we were all punching the air because it meant that we can move forward into season two with a sense of confidence and a sense of of family and love. And we know that uh, uh, this is the first step on hopefully what would be a very long and rewarding journey. I mean, as someone who does play video games, it's surprising to come from what and i know it was it, it existed before the video video games did but for this sort of progressive attitude to come from a video game franchise which i think traditionally is looked at as being this sort of like toxic traditional space was surprising and very nice i think so yeah i totally agree the the, the i mean the video game fans understand at the end of the day that this that uh that this is a, a different medium and and mm-hmm. um and the the games are are brilliant in tackling uh, uh, equally as brilliant at, at tackling lots of different challenging themes. Um, uh, I think Lauren and her wonderful writing team have 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 made some really strong, bold, ambitious moves uh, towards towards something that hopefully is isn't there for for just for for no reason. They're not there just to be woke. They're there because it's mm-hmm. interesting to talk about and mm-hmm. interesting to explore. And what's brilliant about the, the, the continent and the, the world of the Witcher is that it's um nothing is black and white and no one's really right or wrong in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the, this question of morality is constantly questioned and it's the exploration of those themes that uh, hopefully uh, hooks and grabs people um and 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 keeps them in this in this world it enriches the world around them yeah absolutely um but and i I know you to go back to something you you mentioned that you're not on the internet much uh on paper yasuke feels like a character meant for the audience to latch on to it so it's sort of no surprise that he was he has become sort of a fan favorite character people (laughs) people love people love this character and are you familiar or are you aware of the number of compilation videos that exist on youtube of him singing of you i just saw one on youtube that said seven minutes of yasuke being a whole mood um <laughs> like the the, the love is being in a mood which is very different a, that's mostly me <laughs> <laughs> um it's uh, then there's a supercut of every time Geralt says fuck I mean it's it's there's so much of these things there's so much so many people have latched on to your singing is this something you were in any way prepared for or is it something you can prepare yourself for the 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 fan obsession that is fully good-hearted and good-natured yeah I think I was yeah I it's I mean it's one of those beautiful things where you you think you prepare mentally and you know i spend a good so from about october november onwards before the release of the show in december i spent a lot of time just kind of checking in with myself and making sure that i was um ready for for the response good or bad and Mm. um uh at the end of the day my job is to to get up and, and and play this character as best i can um, and he is exhausting to play. As soon as I finished <laughs> shooting, I got ill. I was in bed for a month because he's because really? I was just um, on about a hundred and fifty percent for 
uh, months. Uh, he's incredibly difficult to switch off. Once mm-hmm. Yaskia comes out, I can't really put him back in a box. Um, <laughs> he's got a bit of a mind of his own, hence a lot of the improvisation. I never have any clue what I've said at the end of a take. He just sort of <laughs> takes over. Um, but the, the the all the fan videos are, and all the the covers and all the fan art, um, it's it's just uh, as you said, it's incredibly heartwarming. And I think I get about. Um, three or four proposals of marriage a day on social media, um, uh, and um, and if I could, I would marry every each and every single one of them. Um, but the 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 love for these characters, and I love, I'm I'm so lucky that that the um, that the fans have responded so positively, not only to the show but to to Yaskia, because it, it it was um he. It is obviously my interpretation, and 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 uh, and uh, I was worried at points that oh, is this is this a departure from the text? This is a departure from. But we're playing in a very different world. He's a young guy at the start of this show, and 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 uh, matures into, and will continue maturing into the, um, into uh, a, a new character throughout the series, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, the, all the videos and stuff, I, they're just. If I'm completely honest, a lot of them are quite weird and bonkers, and and that's and that's fantastic. <laughs> that's just the greatest sort of celebration. It's it's um, you know, forty, fifty years ago, you'd be getting fan mail, and and now these days, this that's the equivalent. And so, uh, uh yeah, I I um should check some more of them out because I kind of avoided them because I was like, I don't want to stare at my own face for an afternoon. Um, but the the love that's been poured into them is just oh, it, it it warms it warms my heart. Yeah, there there are plenty of them. They're easy to find. <laughs> but I guess I can I want to move on to the music now. In I mean, obviously, music is such an integral part of your character. Was there? I I think I I watched an interview where you said what well, you said something like you you play lots and lots of instruments really badly. <laughs> You've got a phenomenal memory for all my interviews. <laughs> oh, I took I I took notes. I took notes. Okay. But the so first of all, is is that is that characterization still true? And and second of all, was there kind of a pleasure in playing a role where you had to sort of master a single instrument? Was it fun to be pressured into playing a specific instrument and getting good at something? Um. <laughs> uh. I'm I'm gonna tell you now, like my lute playing is terrible. Like I, <laughs> I no, I mean like I I learnt the lute a while back for for, mm-hmm. for another project, and um uh-huh. and then I uh, uh well I say learnt. Like if a professional lutenist looked at what I was doing, they'd be like, okay, it's the equivalent of yeah. like the guy at a party who gets on the piano and the only thing he can play is Hey Jude. That's is my hey Jude. <laughs> that, that's that's my level. Three of, chords, you're fine. Exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's my that's sort of my level on the lute. Um, but it's mm. enough because I, I mean, I music has been a huge part of my life um, ever since I was young. Like we were a, an incredibly musical family, and mm. um, a, and it's sort of in my blood. And I play. Uh, in a um a folk uh, a folk rock group called the amazing devil uh mm. which is um uh, very sort of folky and and almost witchery anyway and i was playing in, i've been playing <laughs> in them for for six seven years or something now wow. um so when the role landed in in my lap it did feel a little a little like kismet because i was like well this is just this means i get to explore all my favorite things uh <laughs> um, and and pick the fucking loot up again because that, <laughs> that instrument is um 
uh, unwieldy. Um, but it's a lot, and I'm currently practicing for season two uh, just to kind of get my my fingers back in gear. Um, <laughs> and uh, I am not enduring it, <laughs> but it's the job. <laughs> Do you practice on the the actual instrument that you use while filming, or do you have several lutes to choose from? Um, I I have a lute at home, um, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, uh, and it sits in a corner gathering dust until I work up the uh, uh, the courage to uh, to throw myself at it. Um, so that's my that's where I mostly practice on. But no, I don't I don't touch the prop lute because okay. um, uh, I because they're so fragile, and I will. Just sit on it at some point, and there's only two of them, I think. So if I break oh. one, <laughs> and they're so expensive, so I um yeah I'm I'm kind of working on it at the moment and trying to trying to get my my head back into Yaskia, uh, starting season two, and it's um it's a slow process. <laughs> can you tell us anything, or is everything still under lock and key? Can you tell us anything about the music in season two? Are you in any way more involved in that, or is that staying with the writers and the, the creative team? I am. Um, uh, I I can I I mean I think it's safe to assume that Yaskia will continue playing and singing. Uh, I don't think <laughs> anyone could actually stop him from doing that. Mm-hmm. I think that's part it's ingrained in his character. But uh, in terms of like the songs uh, that that could could happen in the show, I I have no idea really. I've oh. um, got uh, some of the scripts and and there's there's bits and bobs, but they're still in in um, it's a it's a moving process. So. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'd be very excited to to pick the loop back up and and see where uh, Yaskia goes with it. Um, but we'll we'll I, I'm, I'm afraid to say we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> I know this doesn't speak for any of the view counts that could exist on other platforms, but your songs on YouTube have millions upon millions of views. Yeah, that's just weird. <laughs> that's, did you expect the soundtrack? to be as popular as it has become um, that seems like a that seems like a whole that's a whole new thing. realm yeah you know yeah i was having a coffee with a musician friend of mine a while back and and she was like oh how's so the amazing devil's bringing an album out in in february and she was like oh how's the music going and i was like i think i'm in the top 20 on the on itunes or something at the moment <laughs> <laughs> so it's been a bit of a weird one yeah. it, it did creep up on us a little bit and um, uh, Sonia uh, Belusiver and Jonah Rossnelli are, are mm-hmm. wonderful composers. Worked incredibly hard throughout the show to um, to bring in a new uh, style, a new kind of whilst maintaining all this sort of Slavic influence. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, it was wonderful to work with them on these songs and um, right. and throw in my two cents occasionally. Uh, but I don't think any of us were really expecting for it to get 50 or whatever, 50 million views or whatever it is on YouTube across the various different pages. Um, yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, I'm still walking into grocery stores and having people sure. sing it to me. So, <laughs> Which I, is your favorite song? Which was your favorite to record? My favorite one? So when I recorded, I was... Um, the recording process was a bit of a blur for me because I was quite sick, uh, and uh, uh, the the whole process went by very very quickly. I think, I think uh, her sweet kiss is probably my 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 the thing I'm proudest of mm-hmm. in the show, which is a song that was originally going to be in an episode. It was originally going to be in episode six uh, as its own as its own uh, piece. Episode six, yes, and um, uh, then various different things changed in in post production uh and it became the the credit sequence in that and but that was that was the thing that I was probably probably the proudest of um and it was and it was a, a, a mad recording process it was very very quick 
But um, I enjoyed every second of it, and if there's more music to come, then bring it on. I know we have to wrap up soon, but before I let you go, I have one more question, which is sort of uh, entirely unrelated, but also sort of related. Is there a piece of fiction, it doesn't have to be, you know, a novel or a video game, anything, a piece of fiction that you are personally obsessed with that you would love to adapt into a series that you think would make is sort of an untapped resource? Oh, um, yeah. And it's my, it's my <laughs> own, it's my own Dungeons and Dragons game. <laughs> <laughs> What, uh, what which which race are you in Dungeons oh, what is your I'm, character I'm none I'm the I'm the DM I'm in charge ah, so I'm, okay. the, I'm the storyteller and uh, yeah so every time we play a game uh, we, me and my me and my uh, incredibly introverted pals uh, we all sit around the table and, and but this there's a campaign that we've been doing for a couple of years now and after every single game I, I write it up mm-hmm. um, and so we've got a little a book full of all of our all of our adventures and memories together and um, the other day, in a fit of uh, boredom, I, I picked it up and flicked through it, and I was like, this would be amazing. We should definitely turn <laughs> this into a TV show at some point. So uh, um, I'm going to give uh, Ted Sarandos a call and be like, you know what? The witch is done. Let's do my weird idea. <laughs> and, and I'm sure he'll uh, he'll quite rightly say no, but um, that's the dream. <laughs> yeah, I hear he's a very nice guy. I'm sure you can just call him up. It'll work. Yeah, like I've got his phone number. Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> At least should have an email. Um, <laughs> but uh, thank you so much for chatting with me. Thank um, you. It's been wonderful. The Witcher is streaming now everywhere, all over the world on Netflix. Um, I hope you have a great day. Enjoy season two and keep on singing. And you really need to check the YouTube videos because they're they're very very sweet. <laughs> I will. Uh, I'll check one, and if it in any way weirds me out, I'm going back in the duvet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, have a good one. Thanks Bye, Joey. A lot. Take care.